Welcome to Jets Rewind. I'm Marty Shupak in Valley Cottage, New York. I'm joined by Ralph Sharega, who's down in Sarasota, Florida. Rainy Sarasota today. Rainy yeah. Sarasota, which I think we're going to get rain on Thursday. Yeah. And Ray Clifford has a well-deserved night off. Ralph, there were a few announcements today. I've been texting them to you and Ray the last few minutes. Um, Corey Davis should be a go for Thursday. Denzel Mims is not. He won't play. Jeff Smith is a big question. What happened with Jeff Smith? I, didn't, I wasn't even aware that he, he was. He went hurting. to a 10. I don't know if it was a head injury or what. Yeah. The two receivers yeah. they're considering are Deontay Spencer or Irvin Charles. Yeah, I like Irvin Charles. You do too. Yeah. I do too. I'd like to see. He's just, uh, he seems like dangerous, a real hit or miss. You know, he got mm. thrown off of Penn State. Reminds I like this. Reminds me of Otis Taylor, big guy, real long big legs. Yeah, and, and I was looking at some of his stats on the special teams are unbelievable. Ralph as a, yeah. as a gunner, it's incredible. Yeah, but it sounds like he did have an attitude problem. But but let's see. But the biggest news, and of no surprise, is that um, Mike White will not be playing on Thursday night. Uh, I think we all knew it, Ralph. It's going to be Zach Wilson. And we're going to have to struggle through another game under rough conditions. And, Ralph, this kid is just driving me nuts. Every day it's one thing or another. Today Robert Sala was, like, just building him up, saying, like, he was, like, really hot in the first half. Ralph, how how, how much are you going to coddle a 23-year-old? I never saw anything like it in my life. How much what? <laughs> Are you going to coddle him? You know. Oh. Um, well, you know, they got a lot invested in him. And uh, they, they st- I firmly believe they still believe he's going to be a good quarterback. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about a comparison between him and Mike White at this point. But um, one thing, it, let, let's play a hypothetical. Well, if, if Zach plays a pretty decent game and they win, and then Mike White is ready on Sunday. Who do you think they'll go with? I mean, a week from Sunday. Well, I think they'd probably go with uh, Zach Wilson because I don't think, from what I'm hearing, even when he's cleared to play, he's not even going to be 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, I would rather go with Mike White, but I think they might go with Zach Wilson. What's your What's your feeling? I think they'd go with Wilson, too. Uh, if he had a decent game and they won, yeah. If he, you know, if he didn't have a decent game, but White is still dicey uh, health wise, then they'd still go with him. But if White was healthy and Zach had a lousy game, that would be interesting. I think they'd go with White. Yeah, Ralph, you have a trivia question. Quick trivia question, Marty. You should know this. Uh, Jacksonville and the Jets have played how many playoff games against each other? One, one. You know that game. And I was there. The, I was there with my son Michael. Okay, Shupak. tell tell us, tell everyone what Keyshawn Johnson's achievement was that game. Well, um, he caught a touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. Um, he intercepted a pass. Yeah, it was like a hail mary that was came up a little short. Hail mary, and it, there was one more thing he did. Actually, two more things. Two more things. Um, geez, I used to know this. <laughs> Go ahead, Ralph. What, what other he things? scored about a ten-yard reverse uh, run. Yes, and and the craziest play of the game, where the Jets fumble. They were they were about to blow the game wide open. They fumble, or it gets picked up by a 
a Jacksonville player. He starts running the other way. He's got no, and he laterals it to a teammate, and he totally a bad lateral, and it and it and it's loose. And Keyshawn <laughs> Johnson recovered that, so he had the, the the greatest box score I think of all time for a receiver. He did. He he really did. And 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 just talking about box scores, I just want to do a um a shout out to uh, Garrett Wilson. Became the uh, all time rookie receiving leader he surpassed Wayne Corbett uh who had 66 catches and he has now 67 Garrett Wilson so let's hope uh, this continues and um Ralph I'll, I'll tell you we caught a little bit of a break I don't know if you saw the news they have a the Jaguars have a brilliant left tackle in Cam Robinson and unfortunately we never like like guys to get injured but he was put on the injured reserve late yesterday, and oh, he's out for the season. So the Jets actually caught a, a really good break there. But, you know, Ralph, going into this game, I mean, I, I find that Zach Wilson, and I was thinking about it, I was trying to think of comparison, Ralph, and it's not quite. And you know what I thought of? What? I, I kind of thought, like, Zach Wilson is like a player that he does – so many things wrong, then sometimes he makes a play and you sit there with your mouth open. It's really a great athletic play. And I was trying to think, and I thought of this, tell me if I like the comparison. Dave Kingman, all he would do is strike out, but once in a while he hit a home run and you just sit there amazed at his home run. So I just wanted to ask you, is that a fair comparison? Uh, somewhat. I, I could probably, uh, if I think about it, I'll probably come up with some better one. But, uh, you know, I was thinking about Wilson versus White. You know, there's such a heated debate amongst Jet Nation about these two guys. And, you know, there are people who just hate Wilson. There are people who will stand by him. I think everyone kind of likes Mike White. But um, here's a comparison, Marty. I want to ask you, what do you consider to be a more experienced quarterback. Who do you consider to be a more experienced quarterback? A quarterback who has played about a year and three quarters and had 21 starts, or a quarterback who has been in the league for four and three quarters years but has only had six starts? Or who would you say is the more experienced player in that situation? You know, you would like to say it was the guy with 21 starts. You know, it's... It's a tough question, though, Ralph. I know, and I know we were talking about both of the quarterbacks. Well, what's mm. your feeling? I mean, it depends how much of a weight you put on a player sitting down for a year or two and observing. That's okay. it. And that goes back to the Patrick Mahomes uh, rookie season where he sat out a year, which every Jet fan thinks now, looking back, mm. that that would have been the best thing for Sam Darnold. That would have been the best thing for Zach Wilson. But go ahead, Ralph. I, I think it is uh... – important and i think mike white is i consider him the more experienced and i not only think of uh patrick mahomes brady actually sat his first year too but you think of guys like aaron Rodgers who sat for three years and then he just hit the ground running chad pennington who sat for two and a third years and hit the ground running tony romo almost the exact same timeline as as, as mike white about four years and a few games and hit the ground running i think mike white does have more experience than zach wilson and I, I think we have to take that into consideration. We also have to take into consideration, you know, fans are always comparing. Well, 
Cam Newton did this in his first three games, and Justin Herbert did that. Everyone is different. Uh, I've been a critic of Zach Wilson, and I still am, but it doesn't mean he's not going to be a good quarterback. You right. see those flashes. You know, it with all, you know, fairness to Wilson, because I hear guys saying, you know, he screwed up the last drive because he took a sack, which, of course, is a bad thing to do. You never do that in uh, that situation. The but coach most, screwed it up more than Zach. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, but in all fairness, you got to say that Mike White, the week before against Buffalo, had the ball on his own, might probably like 25 or 30 with a minute and change left in a one score game. And he went four and out. And Wilson had some bad plays, but he had some great plays. And I think that's the difference between those two guys. Mike White is sort of, he, he's solid. He's not spectacular, doesn't make huge mistakes. Wilson is all over the place. And I, you know, you got to choose your poison. Do you want, do you want to be patient with Wilson? Sometimes you just see those flashes and go, this guy could be great. But I, at what point do you cut bait? I firmly believe that Joe Douglas and uh, Salah and LaFleur believe Zach Wilson's going to be a good quarterback with patience. And we're not drafting another quarterback next year. I don't know what they're going to do as far as Wilson and White go, but uh, if if people are expecting someone else to come in, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I agree, and and you mentioned that last time. And um, listen, they'll they'll sign one or two quarterbacks, you know, as undrafted free agents, which is always which is always a good idea. Um, but you know what it is, Ralph. I I just see in twenty one games certain things he just is not improving on and my I maintain a lot of it is even on his completions he's not leading the receiver and sometimes I see when he's throwing the ball like over the middle too fast I think that's because he's recognizing it the play too late and he's throwing the ball too late he's trying to compensate and when you throw the ball too late over the middle, you're going to get your receivers killed like Ken O'Brien did to Altoon. I just don't see improvement on certain aspects of the game. Now, we live in a time which is completely different than like 20, 25 years ago as far as developing quarterbacks. So when you say or when they say they think he has a chance to be a good quarterback, I would say probably, but knowing the the way he's thought about in the locker room combined with everything else, I really think if he becomes a good quarterback, it's not going to be with the New York Jets. You, do you still think the locker room situation is toxic with him? I, I I do. I do. I mean, they could you could see video of Garrett Wilson hugging him on the sideline. They could say this, that, or whatever to the press. But still, when, when he is throwing the ball – too fast or he's he a guy's open and he's missing them and you know these guys are just he's just driving them crazy well he really is I, you know i think he is so much under the microscope and again i'm a critic of his too and i agree with a lot of the stuff you say he's still doing some of that crap of throwing floating stuff out there trying to play hero ball but you know, Mike White, you look at his, he was throwing behind guys in the Minnesota game. He overthrew, I forget who it was for that was a wide open guy. 
You look at some of the numbers of some of these quarterbacks. Did you see what Mac Jones's numbers were the other day? They were horrendous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Justin Herbert had a lousy game. I mean, I, I think Wilson is has his issues, but I also think I think the criticism of he's just he's in New York, and for whatever reason, he is a controversial figure, a lightning rod. And I think I think it's a little overboard. I think he gets. I think I think his mistakes are more magnified and more criticized than than other quarterbacks. I think we're all more patient with Mike White for some reason. Yeah, I I think you're right. And uh, you know, he, he part of it is he's so popular with his teammates for for whatever reason. But Ralph, uh, I, w- one curious thing: I would love to be a mind reader or be a fly in the wall at the time when. The Jets put Mike White ahead of Joe Flacco in the mm-hmm. quarterback rotation. I really would like to know the figure uh, around that. Uh, Ralph, I want to mention we're hosting the Jaguars. Their left tackle, Cam Robinson, is out for the year. But they have had a, have a safety. And this guy had a pick six for a touchdown. I actually had the, my paper all, all ready to read his name, which uh, disappeared. But What's interesting, he had two interceptions that game, but he had 18 tackles, Ralph. 18. 18 tackles as a safety. You know, that, that can be go- a good sign or bad. It can mean that uh, the running game is getting to the uh, second or third level. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know where he was tackling those guys, but that's that's that's, that's ridiculous. I've never heard of 18 tackles. 18 right tackles. There. They also, again, I don't have the names. They also had a receiver that had three touchdowns. That's only the fourth time in Jacksonville Jaguar history that a receiver had uh, three touchdown passes. Also, uh, their quarterback, uh, Trevor Lawrence, is getting better and better. With that said, Ralph, he still threw an interception and he lost a fumble, which if there's a game, and if you've watched his games during the year, even his better games, he has a hard time protecting the ball, mm. which I, I think is pretty similar to Daniel Jones of the Giants. Right. We, we've been crying for turnovers as Jets fans. Yeah, really? They, they, and I'm telling you, if with the conditions I'm hearing about with the rain and with Trevor Lawrence, and by the way, he has a bad toe. He didn't practice Monday. I believe he practiced today. When you have a bad toe in football, it's not it's a it's a rough injury. If I my memory serves me right, I think that's what had Bart Scott retire. He yeah. had a bad toe his last year. Ralph, if there's ever a game where they're gonna get a turnover, it's this game. And you said something <laughs> very profound on the last podcast. You said if they just had one turnover, they win that game. Yeah. Um not only a turnover, how, how about a sack? They didn't have a sack against a quarterback last week who was immobile. Um, you know, you talk about Mike White and Zach Wilson. I, I, I can tell you there, there's one way that both those guys can become better quarterbacks without them lifting a finger, and that's if their offensive line gets better. I mean, their, their offensive line is bad now. I know Salah was going to make excuses, and he said nobody wants to hear it, um, and he's right. But you just look at uh, Jared Goff. He had so much time back there. I, I, I tell you, man, it was, you know, you never see either of the Jet quarterbacks. And even Flacco, you throw him in for one play, he gets strip sacked within an instant. I mean, it's tough to function like that. Even great quarterbacks 
I'll tell you, Marty, if you give me a great offensive line and a mediocre quarterback, you take a great quarterback and a mediocre offensive, offensive line, I'll beat you three out of four times. I don't and, know if I agree with that, to be honest well, with you. I've seen really great quarterbacks with lousy offensive lines. Somehow they they know what to do. But I, no, I, understand, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, one stat, Ralph, uh, one of our favorite players, Bryce Huff, Apparently, according to stats, he was, and I want to talk to you about that with him. He was the most productive pass rusher on the team. He had four pressures and five pass rush snaps. He had a win rate of 33.3%. And he only got 15 pass rushing snaps, which is an issue. Now, we spoke about, Ralph, how they moved him around. And I was thinking about it. I don't mind them moving him around, but. If he's in for 20 plays, I want like 17 or 18 of those plays to be at the end position. Yeah, absolutely, because that's his strength. And they, they, they should, you know, the NFL is a passing league now. For them to say, you know, first down, he's going to sit. You know, half the time people pass on first down. Um, they have to play him more. They really do, especially if Williams doesn't play, Quinn and Williams, that is. Um, uh, you know, keeping my fingers crossed. It's amazing what a, what an impact that guy has. And when I think about the difference between this team, if they go into that game with him and without him. Uh, right. And he, they said that, you know, he might play. I My inner feelings is that he won't play. They're just, uh, they're just playing a little bit of a game, you know? Yeah. I mean, it would be tempting to just sit him and then have him have another week and a half until he's really, really right. Um, of course, you know, they need this game. The Jets, if the Jets win their final three games, I be, I firmly believe they'll make the playoffs. That's yes. a big, it's a big if. Right. Because I don't see the Patriots beating Miami, Buffalo, and Cincy. I, there's just no way that's going to happen. Except if the Buffalo game doesn't mean anything unless they're going for the number one seed. You know what I'm saying? How yeah, I, I, think it'll, it? I, I think it'll mean something to them. Uh, I don't know what which game is that. Is that is that the last the game? La- of the, year? the last game of the year. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it'll mean. I, I think it'll mean record. And and with Buffalo, if it's a matter of between them going to Kansas City and and having Kansas City come to oh, Buffalo, yeah. that's huge. So exactly. I think I think that's going to mean something. And, and the Patriots do not match up well against that team. Period. Right. Uh, so I do think the Jets. We'll make the playoffs if they win all three games. Winning all three games, unlikely. But <laughs> I think it's more likely that they win all three than the Patriots do. Let me put it that way, okay? Right, right, right. Um, you, by the way, I found my paper. The safety on uh, the Jaguars, Ray Sean Jenkins, who had two, as I said, two interceptions, one pick six to, pick six to win the game, and 18 tackles. The wide receiver they have is... Somebody named uh, Zay Jones, who was the fourth player, which includes Jimmy Smith, Allen Robinson, and Mercedes Lewis, who had three touchdown passes. I also want to point out Trevor Lawrence, like I said, he he's really good. He threw four touchdown passes, even though he fumbled once. And another interesting, Ralph, uh, uh-huh. personnel situation there, Trayvon Walker missed his first game. So in his place, they put a guy named Arden Key in that mm-hmm. defensive end. He just stepped in there and had one and a half sacks on Dak <laughs> Prescott. So they're doing a pretty good job as far as personnel-wise, too, which is interesting. Ralph, I just want to mention one quick story, too. 
apparently when the Jaguars uh, beat the Cowboys, somebody from the Philadelphia Eagle organization went to a a Philadelphia cheesecake uh, cheesesteak place, supposed to be the best in Philly, called Philly's Finest, and he ordered thirty five cheese steaks and twenty five large fries, and he sent it over to the coach. Uh, Doug Peterson in Jacksonville for him and his staff, which I thought was, uh, w- which was really good. That's a big staff with a lot of appetites, man. <laughs> <laughs> what about the players? Don't they get anything? Or they kind of had something to do with that game. I know, 35. So so good <laughs> for him. We mentioned that Cam Robinson is out too. And while we're talking, uh, I just want to mention a shout out to two people. I got a very nice note from this Jim Miller Big fan of the show. He just discovered us, and he had all these compliments. Um, so, Jim, I hope you keep listening. And also, a guy I met down in um, actually near uh, Philadelphia, Bristol, Pennsylvania, Tim Deegan from Atomic Graphics, who's a huge Eagle and Red, Red Sox fan. But what I like about him, Ralph, when I walked into his office, he had an original figurine of Joe Namath. Which I'm sure is worth Eagles and Red Sox. That's an interesting combination. Yeah. Yeah, interesting combination. But anyway, let's get back to the Jets. I don't even want to talk about the Willie McGinn's video, which I saw, which I'm I'm sick of. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, I, I glanced at it. I have to watch it again closely. I'm not even sure what was going on. It was very confusing. But uh, before you, I, I want to just say one thing. Uh, Jeff Smith is not gonna, probably not going to play this week. You said um, uh, he's he's iffy. We can't get a hand on them. Go ahead. We've all, and me especially, have been on this guy's case for several years. But I, I want to give him his due. He played really well uh, the last game. And if he hadn't been held and that hadn't been called, he, he probably would have would have been the hero of the game because that pass was right on the money. Um, so, you know, good for Jeff Smith. And uh, let's – I never thought I'd say this, but I hope he gets back really quickly. <laughs> oh, I yeah, I agree with you. Uh, just so you know, a couple of stats I came up with. Zach Wilson versus the Lions. Completion percentage under pressure, 46.7. Completion percentage when the pocket is clean, 55%. How many How many were that? I want to know how many attempts he had when the pocket was clean. I can't get that figure, but that's interesting. <laughs> I can't even picture but, one. But, Ralph, I mean, we're all, go ahead. I, I, you know, there are times when he holds it too long. There's no question, but... But God damn, he, I mean, those the every Jet quarterback, it's like that pocket is just crushing the minute right. they get back there. <laughs> yeah. And and you know it's interesting too. We we always talk about PFF grades. PFF oh. had Brady Mann as the third best punter over the weekend, which is unbelievable. Well, how many how many PFF stats are we gonna uh, uh site before we realize that this whole this whole thing is a, a fraud it's just ridiculous yeah it is but look i want to give them credit because the you know baseball is the best statistical sport ever and they're they're doing their best to try to make football like baseball but it just it doesn't it doesn't uh it's not comparable no it's just because it's a matter of uh you know how it happens when it happens whatever ralph on my on two minute tuesday uh, Jets two-minute Tuesday uh, today, and I actually recorded it last night. My God, I, you had a two-minute Tuesday and this thing today. Marty, you're uh, working a week. Yeah. We're working over <laughs> But, Ralph, I, I, at the end, I did a disappointment list, listed a few players, of, of course, included Braden Mann and, and uh, 
and Zach Wilson. But you know who else you I are about for the whole year now? Yeah. Now you yeah. know who else I included? And I don't think he's having a bad year. I included Carl Lawson because I don't think he's playing up to his salary of fifteen million dollars. Or his uh, or what we thought we were getting in that first training camp last year when he was the player in uh in training camp until he blew out his Achilles. Yeah, I, I know. They're gonna have an interesting uh decision to make about him, but I feel like unless they have an idea that there's someone who can step in, I mean, well, he's not great. He's he's still pretty good. And, yes. Uh, like, like I said, he's not having a bad year. No. His initial push is pretty good, but yeah. we're not. If you look at his stats, I, I don't know if it's five and a half sacks or whatever. It's, it's kind of like what they what's he what he's always been. Frankly, um, he's not a sack guy, but he's supposed to be a pressure guy, right? Um, and, and well, yeah, it would, it would be great to upgrade there uh, if if they can't, uh, they're going to have to keep him because you know, and I think they will because you know how much Salah values the depth on the defensive line it's been one of the strengths of the team this year if not the strength so i i, I don't think they're going to keep him ralph 15 million, keep I, the reason being let's put it this way um it, i think it all depends upon how they feel about the uh progress of jermaine johnson and and uh and clemens yeah uh yeah mostly jermaine mainly, johnson. mostly jermaine johnson you're right yeah yeah. Um, what about Corey Davis? You think they're going to keep I, him? I, I, you know what? I'm down on Denzel Mims. I just, I just am down on him. And I'm, I, I'm asking about Davis. Not I Denzel. know, I know, but I'm saying if you get rid of Davis, then you, you know, you want to have one tall receiver. Yeah. And if and I'm and I'm going back and forth in my mind, who do I want, Corey Davis or Mims? Mims is he'll be, uh, I guess, the fourth year of the rookie contract. And Davis, I, that's a tough one, Ralph. It's a really tough one. I like Davis. You know, we've we've been hard on him for two years, but he he's really makes some good catches. Extending his body, I, I think his only issue really is that he doesn't doesn't stay on the field quite enough. He he seems to get nicked up a lot. But that aside, I would keep him. Yeah, because he 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 seems to be a guy that both quarterbacks are comfortable throwing to in a pinch and. uh He's got a good catch radius. Uh, so I'll say keep him. Lawson, I don't know. You're pretty if they don't keep Lawson, I mean, obviously, I don't know who's out there as far as uh, free agents go. What about Lake and Tomlinson? You think they're gonna well, keep that's him? I was gonna ask you two other players. <laughs> well, I was gonna ask you this. You think he's a disappointment this year? Yeah, he's a big disappointment. Big disappointment. What would he, he was our he was our big uh, sign. I'd say yeah. Whitehead is sort of so-so. Um, I, I, think, think, I think Whitehead's a disappointment. Yeah. I, I, I do. And I was going to ask you something else. How about um, Tyler Conklin? Boy, Tyler Conklin, he is, like I said in a couple of shows ago, some games you look at him and go, this guy is really, really good. And in other games, it's like, ugh. Uh, so, yeah, it's a consistency issue with him. Uh, I kind of hope that the, they would keep him and then ease your Rucker in. I really want them to develop Rucker. I yes, I, I feel like you know they took him pretty high and they knew him better than any player that they drafted because he was the only guy. While there were several other guys who were in the Senior Bowl, he was the only one on their team. So right. they had a lot of knowledge about him. I don't know why he hasn't been uh, getting more uh, play. Why do you think that is? 
I don't know. I, I just, I don't understand it. I, I, I was shocked a few weeks ago. I remember when uh, I think one of the tight ends was questionable and they, I think they activated Yuboa yeah. over him. And I, I say, I couldn't believe it. I said, what's going yeah. on? I know that's a concern. Uh, after the game Uzama had, he'll probably, he probably played himself onto the team again next year. Cause he is a leader and he's a good blocker. So, you know, if you'd said about a month ago, who has a better chance of sticking, uh, Conklin or Uzama? I would have said Conklin. Now I'd probably go the other way at this point. If they feel like like Rucker, you know, can do the majority of the uh, pass receiving. Right. I think he can. I, I mean, uh, I saw enough in college, even though right. he wasn't targeted, that I think that, that guy's got talent. Uh, I agree with you. I think – he gets separation. He makes some good catches too. Good hands. He's got. Yeah. He's tall. He's very tall. Uh, much taller than Conklin. Yeah, uh, Ralph. What about on the offensive line? We can't get rid of everyone, but well, what's your feeling about uh, the center position, Connor McGovern, who we've been on? And they say, you know, one of the things I've heard is that he hasn't missed a play this year, which is is yeah. all well and good. But yeah. you know, I'd like to make a third and one or fourth and one too. What's your feeling about Connor McGovern coming back? I think if they can get him for one more year, they keep him and draft the center sort of in the middle rounds and try and develop him. I know I know McGovern is good at pulling, but you know, his push uh, when you need power, it, it's just not there. It's never been there. Um maybe it'll be better when he's playing alongside AVT next year. Right. Of course, they have to decide if AVT is going to be a guard. I'm sure they would rather have him as a guard. You right. know, as far as I'm concerned, Marty, they got to draft offensive linemen and they got to yeah. sign them on in the free agency too. Right. It's, it's it, we all agree it's the most important unit on the team, yeah. and it for the Jets it's their weak spot. I mean, I I we always said it was quarterback, but at this point I'm thinking if their offensive line could make a give us a running game and give them some clean pockets. I think our quarterbacks would be a lot better. They wouldn't be great. Uh, man, everything just revolves around the offensive line. Um, yeah. A, a couple of stats I want to go from the last game, then we'll see if you want to make a prediction on the Jaguar game, which is like a little more than uh, 48 hours away. Missed tackles, Jermaine Johnson won, Jordan Whitehead won. You know, it just seems when Jordan Whitehead misses one tackle a game, it's always for a huge gain, doesn't it? Well, that's because he's looking for the hero shot. You know, he, he tries to throw his shoulder in, and if he if he, if he he fans on it, that's bad, <laughs> really bad. Right. Yeah. DJ Reed missed the tackle, Nathan Shepard. And the next one, this was the worst, Will Parks. It was on that tight end touchdown, the 50-yard play. He was yeah. – horrible in that play and cj mosley missed the tackle and we still can't get who was responsible in that last play it i it could be quincy williams it could be um whitehead it could be mosley nobody is stepping forward and the coaching staff is keeping it under wraps ralph with that we're going to close it out do you have a prediction for the jaguar game as we host them in uh like i said a little more than 48 hours yeah i'm gonna go uh 17-13 Jets. Good. Okay, I'm going to go 13-9 Jets. <laughs> the conditions are going to be rough. It's, yeah. not, it's not going to be cold, but it's going to be uh, a lot of rain. How about, How's the wind look? I'm not sure. I'm yeah, not that's, sure. But that's probably the key. That's the key. Uh, 
you know, Trevor Lawrence, he's a Clemson kid who plays in Jacksonville. He's a warm weather guy. Uh, I'm sure he's played in rain, uh, but we'll see. Uh, I mean, he's a big guy. He won't get blown around. You saw, you just watched him play, but, right? Uh, you see we'll some see. of his plays, right? And he sees the field. He's I have seen him play, yes. He, yeah, I mean, he's shown, you know, it's 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 not the uh, – it's not linear with with these rookie with these young quarterbacks. They have a couple of good games and then they regress a little, and then they have another good game, and that's the way it's been with him. But he's shown signs in several games where he's brought his team back from from uh, big deficits. So you know he he's coming. There's no doubt about it. You uh, know you know it's funny. Let me just interrupt you. I just saw today somewhere in um, Jacksonville they have something. I think it was today called a Frank Gore Day. Really, and they said that's the day. Like he got a fur a touchdown and a and a first down at the end of the game, and the Jets beat the um the Rams. So it's a day that <laughs> I wish Ray was here. He'd get a kick out of that. You know that. You know this is all. It's all inaccurate though. They beat the okay. They beat the Rams right. That then they won in, uh, the next week against Cleveland right. So it, they weren't even close because uh, Jacksonville would have gotten it on the uh, if they had both tied. Uh, and Jacksonville was not going to win another game. They totally tanked that. That was ridiculous. And then uh, for some reason, the Jets had too much pride to do that. Yeah, yeah. All right, Ralph, we're going to close it out. Thanks for coming on. You're up in uh, New England, and uh... no, I'm in Sarasota. Oh, sorry, you're in Sarasota. <laughs> That's right. And uh, you'll watch the game because you're living the good retired life. And um, I'll watch the game too. I'm going to be off the day after. And That's we'll good. That's we'll probably yeah we'll probably next show will probably be on Friday afternoon as we review view the game. So for Ralph Sharega in Sarasota, Florida, Marty Shupak, I'm in Valley Cottage, New York. And for JetsRewind.com, go Jets! Until next time.